0: another episode of the $300 startup podcast. I am your humbled host, Jose Burgos, your resource for how to keep a low overhead. If you have a new business, tips and tricks on how to do that, or if you don't have a business, write to what the name of the podcast is, how to actually start a business for under $300. So every week, guys, I'll give you guys tips Or I'll give you guys interviews with business owners that can give you tips and advice on how to keep your overhead low coming from somebody who started their own business and has successfully been able to keep his overhead low and is now starting to scale with that same low overhead mentality. That is the point of this podcast, guys, is for you guys to pick up what you need to get moving if you have an idea or if you have one that's just stuck. So this week's episode, guys, is about outsourcing. This is something that I have had to learn myself uh, as of recent, but because I had the bad mindset about it early on when people first started bringing it up to me. All right, so what do I mean by that? Outsourcing, number one, is not a bad thing. Outsourcing, number two, is a necessary thing. Uh, And outsourcing could free you up to do more of what it is that you need to do. So let me explain. When I first started my business, I had a lot of mentors and a lot of people um, actually explained to me that I needed to outsource it. Now, my mindset was wrong on this because what I was thinking is, is if I'm giving a product or service, which in my situation is digital marketing, then I want my hands on everything. And I want to basically be the one that's behind the service, right? I didn't want nobody else pulling the strings or nobody else doing the work. Now, in a little bit, i'm going to explain to you guys why that was the wrong mindset to have now everybody keeps kept telling me jose you have to you know you have to outsource things in order to be productive now that went in my head, and I understood it because I understand English, of course, but I never took action in that uh until recently um as of six months ago, so in my situation, I would have to be. A copywriter. I would have to be a Google ad specialist. I would have to be a Facebook ad specialist. I would have to be a website designer. I would have to be, you know, a horse uh, hosting, uh, uh, you know, specialist. You know, to host websites and stuff. I would have to be an email marketer, and uh, and it goes on and on and on. I would have to do so many things, which I actually tried to do, that I spread myself thin. Not only in my education, I was burnt out by trying to learn so many different aspects. But the fact that the Jack of all trades is the master of nothing, so if you are to start a business, and I keep using myself as an example because I want to nail this point in, I needed to eventually start to outsource the things that I was not that good at. So you find the right people, and there's plenty of places to do that. You could either network on Facebook groups, um, you could go as easy as you know put out a search on Craigslist. Uh, Fiverr or Fiverr, I really never knew how to pronounce that, is a good place to do that. Um, Upwork, there's a bunch of places online, guys, if you just check it out. But, you know, in order for me to not be the jack of all trades, I needed to outsource things such as, you know, even making a logo for the company, right? Needed to outsource that. Um, You know, creating ebook covers. I would have to be a graphic designer, which I am not. I needed to outsource that. Um you can even outsource, you know, your your, your Google Ads campaign. Uh and in complete transparency, I outsource anything that's SEO um because it's time consuming and I don't have the time to learn every nook and cranny of it. And that's just the honest truth, guys. So it maximizes your time and it makes you focus on the things that you're really good at. And my situation is Facebook ads, writing copy and websites. That's it. Those are the things that I continue my education on and those are the things that I continue to do myself. But there's a caveat here. Even though I know how to do those things myself and I consider myself you know, close to an expert or an expert in, in those subjects, eventually the line comes to where you want to scale your company. And this is where outsourcing takes on a different light because it's no longer about you not having to be the jack of all trades but now it's really about you as a business, as a salesman or saleswoman, right? At some point, you have to get behind the sales wheel and you have to attract and get more clients. Once you get those clients, it's unrealistic for you to think that you're going to be able to service every single one of those campaigns, every single one of those you know situations or every single one of those things that they require of you and need you. So in order to scale and get more and more clients so you could get more and more income because let's be honest here, the reason you have a business is so you can scale uh, that business and be able to you know make it generate more income for you uh, and for itself for the business, then you need to prioritize your time at some point. I want to say that in the beginning, you do want to handle all this stuff on your own so you can get to know the stuff and know the ins and out of it. But at some point, you will have to outsource most of your work to, you know, other people, other companies. There's white label uh, resources out there too that will run campaigns for you under your company's name. Uh, there's a lot of different things. Eventually, you will have to outsource all that so that you can focus a hundred percent on getting new clients and getting more revenue through the door, while managing and keeping your other clients. Uh, happy in every situation. So you go from being the worker of your company to eventually just being the manager of your company, right? You go from being nitty gritty and being, you know, in my situation, keyboard deep. I know that's weird to say, but, uh, you know, and campaign deep and, you know, doing all this stuff to basically now I outsource most of the work to other companies and other people that I trust. That's another thing. Find somebody that you actually trust. Try a few people, try a few different outlets and find somebody that you can really trust so you can, you know, offload all this work to so that then they can take care of that. You trust them to do a good job. And this is the underlining key of you doing it in the beginning on your own. You know the stuff. You know how to run a campaign. You know when it's working, you know when it's not, and you know what to fix. And the reason this is important, guys, is is because if you don't know this stuff and you start to outsource right from the very beginning, what happens is, is you're not gonna be good at noticing when your client is not happy because you're gonna be doing management, you're gonna be moving around to other stuff. And then when your client comes up to you and tells you, hey, what's going on with this? you're not going to be aware of how to fix that problem, right? Or how to go to your uh, outsourcey, how to go to that company that's doing the work for you. I don't know what they're called. I call them an outsourcey. And how to explain to them how to fix the problem or how to do it how you would do it, right? So some of these outsourcing uh, companies allow you to dictate the rules. Well, actually, most of them do because that is the point of an outsource. So there's a lot of these white label companies that'll do the work for you. And at the very beginning, when you set up the agreement, you can actually send them. Uh, this is actually something I like to do, uh, and you can take this as a tip and run with it because it's a very useful one. I like to record myself you know, using uh, Zoom or using Loom. There's a bunch of different services to record your screen. I personally like to record myself going through whatever it is that I'm about to outsource. So if it's a Facebook ad campaign or if it's a Google ad campaign or you know, if it's creating a website and setting up the hosting... I like to record myself doing all that stuff so that when I set up the agreement with the person that I'm outsourcing to, I can send them this video and say, hey, your sole job is to basically do it exactly how I do it. That's important, guys, because there's one thing to outsource something and give them free reign to do whatever it is they want to do. And that's another thing to give them step-by-step instruction on how it is that you learned it, how it is that you do it, and how it is that you sold the service, right? That's important because if you go into a meeting with a potential client and you try to, you know, and you tell them that it's gonna go this way, X and Y, and it's gonna go that way, and this is what to expect, but then you don't give the person you're outsourcing to the information required to do it exactly that way, then it's obviously gonna cause some red flags and it's gonna cause a lot of confusion on everybody's end. And that's a problem. So, guys, in the very beginning, you may not have the money to outsource. And that's okay because at the very beginning, you should be learning how, how to do properly the services that you're advertising, the services that you're promising. And you won't have that many clients in the very beginning unless you're an outlier and you seem to blow up right from day one, but you won't have that many clients. So you'll actually will have the time to handle this, uh, handle these campaigns and learn in the process and be able to learn a proper system for yourself. But eventually you're going to want to scale, eventually you 're going to have more clients, and eventually you're going to run out of time. And then eventually your sole purpose is, is to generate income for your company, so that's going to require you to um, get help. that's what outsourcing is is help. I'm not a logo designer, I'm not a graphic designer, I'm not a video editor. But digital marketing relies on these things. Right. So I need to find somebody who can edit video. I need to find somebody who can do my logos, who can do ebook covers in case I'm doing, you know, opt in pages. If I have a lot of clients that need funnels built, then I'm going to need somebody to write the copy for some of these funnels just to offload the work for me. And I know what's right and I know what's wrong because I've done enough copy to know what's good and what's not. I've done enough you know, Facebook ad campaigns to know what's good and what's not. And I've done enough websites to know what's good and what's not. So, And just to nail it on top, like I told you guys that tip, I actually send these people a video of me in action to, so they can mimic it and they can follow it. So I know that the work that's coming back is not only approved by me, but it's also um, my style and the way Spotlight Coalition likes to do things. Now, this example could go for so many uh, of the other niches, right? Like, you know, baking, uh, any any business that requires you to have more time to be a business owner is easily to outsource. Um, and the, and the, the key way to think about it is is outsource anything that you are not good at and anything that you don't have the time to do yourself. Don't sell yourself short. Make sure you get it off to the right people there's a lot of good uh for example copywriters out there there's a lot of good graphic designers out there and since some of these people are in different parts of the world, they would even do it for a price that's cheaper than you think it is because in their uh you know in their homeland or, or where they're located in the world that's actually pretty good money so it's you know it's pretty easy to get uh you know an ebook cover a really good one. For as little as five to $10, right? It's easy to get a logo done for, you know, 20 bucks, you know, because in different parts of the world, uh, 20 bucks goes a long way. And there's really, really good talent out there, guys. So don't fall into the hole that I fell in in the very beginning. Outsourcing is not a bad thing, outsourcing is a strategy. And outsourcing is necessary for anybody that's trying to scale and it's just a one man or one woman show. That's very important. Now, one last tip before I go to add to the other tips that I already gave you. and maybe a question that you may be wondering is, all right, how do I keep the most of the money that's coming in? Uh, another way of saying that is how do I profit the most without giving my money away to outsourcing? Well, this is a two-minded approach. The first thought is, is that there's plenty of money to go around people. Uh, I know in the beginning you start to get paid and it starts to feel like you have to keep every dollar, but I don't know who said it. It's a popular thing. I don't know who the origin of this quote is, but you have to spend money to make money. So it's perfectly fine if you have to give up some of you know, your profit or some of what's left over so you can free up more time to go get more sales somewhere else. So that's the way you have to look at it. But the tip here is Is you ball up what the outsourcing would cost as part of your you know retainer or your fee or what it is that you're selling. So the perfect example would be is if somebody, you know, if somebody is going to charge me, let's say three hundred dollars to do a website for me the way that I want it and everything. So I outsource a website, right? If somebody is were to do that for me. I would include that $300 somewhere in the price that I offer the client for the services that I'm about to provide. So say I charge you know, $1,200 regularly, I would charge $1,500 just so I could cover that outsource. That is a small tip and advice. You could dig into your own pockets, which is perfectly fine because like I said, there's plenty of money to go around and you need to spend money to make money. That's actually what advertisement is all about. Spending money... With the with the trust and the hope that you will get that money in return um, but another way is is to just ball it up and, and into your you know your final price and that'll be a way to offset the outsource okay guys I hope this was valuable for you guys I hope this was helpful for you guys I think the core thing that I want you guys to get here is something that I didn't get when it was being you know spoken to me in the very beginning of my business and it's that 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 weird feeling that outsourcing is a bad thing that you are not you know, good at what you do because you outsource. That is a misconception and it's a very bad one because outsourcing just means that you need help and you're not able to afford to bring on a team. You're not able to afford to pay health insurance. You're not able to afford to cover having employees or an employee. So you need help so you could keep pushing sales and you could keep growing your business. And the help, especially early on, it comes in the form of outsourcing. All right, guys, This is it for episode 11. I hope you got a ton of value. I will see you guys next week. I apologize for missing last week. I had a bunch of things that come up. I was super busy. Um, I got more plans down down the road for some interviews and some good things for you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe. Please share with your friends. And I will talk to you guys on episode 12. Later, guys. Thanks.